Try to on my candy girl, the kind with the swirls. Oh, so good, baby, out of this world. Look so sweet, fell in love with your curves. Every time you speak, conversation like sir. S-U-G-A-R, you ain't her. Oh, honey, honey, put money on that bird. Let's keep it in the circle, you everything I deserve. Baby, want your sugar, I'm ready to get Hello, everyone, welcome to uh, Burgers at Pops, the podcast with Pep. I'm Ashley, and I'm joined by my very good friend, Rose. Hi, I'm Rose. Honey Boy's here. Honey Boy is here to ruin the day. Oh, no. Just kidding. We're here to have a good time. <laughs> We're here to talk about Riverdale. Yeah, which, you know, is both good and bad. Yeah, it's... It's a very specific type of thing. <laughs> it's life, you know? Yeah, um, it's... It's got its ups and downs, it's twists and turns, it's, um, it's, it's Bugheads and Veronica's. <laughs> Not a lot of Veronica, let's be honest. Same with life. Yeah, yeah, true, true. Um, here, Veronica means good things, right? Okay, yes. <laughs> Just like life, then. But, um... Yeah, so uh, it's us, it's friends, it's time doing another two-for-one episode. I believe we're doing chapters 15 and 16 of I, Riverdale. I, I just posted what it was. <laughs> oh, crap. I, I, th- I think it's 15 and 16. I'm... Uh, 16 and 17. Oh, well, we're just soaring right along. Gosh. Yeah, but that's episodes three and four of season two. Yeah, but uh, they uh, they want to use chapter names because they're um, prestige TV now. <laughs> Riverdale, I think, is... I, I wouldn't call it prestige. It's prestige soap opera. Yes. I'm trying to get the episode titles. I really should have, you know, like, thought ahead on all of this and been prepared. Guys, we, we gotta start taking notes. <laughs> Something. We both have like serial killer journals, but of Riverdale. Yeah, uh, we were covering the Watcher in the Woods and the town that dreaded sundown. Yep. Watcher in the Woods was a much better than the town that dreaded sundown, but um, as a title yeah. and an episode. Yeah. So let's uh, get into. Uh, let's start with the good stuff. The Watcher yeah. in the Woods. Yeah. Because it's chronologically the first of them. That That's helpful. <laughs> Just making sure everyone's on the same page. Us here, and they at home. Okay. Yeah. Uh, you start, because um, I feel like you've probably watched the episode more recently than me. Uh, yeah, we were going to do with it, uh, like... We're going to go back to the one episode uh, episode thing, but then just time and I got sick and it just a lot of stuff happens. Ashley's a very busy lady. Um, she is constantly up to no good. I'm, uh, yeah, I really am. I'm, I'm really just... She's doing crimes all the time. I can't get her to hang out with me after school anymore. Um... She started. I've started uh, hanging out with the gangs. Yeah, so I had to start um, 
a my own gang, and it's called the uh, the Pink Circle, and it's um, we fight crime. I think. <laughs> we either are crime or we fight crime. It's, it's... We are um, we're alt crime. <laughs> God. So you know, it's a little of column A, a little of column B. So uh, the episode starts with uh, Kevin, uh, who's hanging out in the woods. Yeah, he's As hanging out do. in the woods. He's um, jogging, looking mm-hmm. for uh, looking for boys because that's what he does. Yeah. Uh, and he finds uh, Moose and Midge. Yeah, yeah, because Moose and Midge get shot last episode, if you remember. Yes. Um, and I thought that they were for sure dead until you brought up the po- you brought up the possibility that they may be okay. Yeah. And you were a hundred percent right. They are both okay. Yeah, um, well, I assumed that Midge would be okay, just because we only heard, I think, one gunshot, right? Um, and we see Moose get shot, and we just hear Midge screaming mm-hmm. at the end of the last one. Yes. So, um, I just assumed, you know, they probably wouldn't introduce Midge just to die. <laughs> I, I thought there was going to be a possibility of that. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, the uh, the beards are okay. Kind of. Moose mm-hmm. Moose does get hospitalized. Everyone. Yes. Um. But yeah, because uh, Kevin was jogging that night, he did he did manage to discover uh, Moose before he bled out. So you know, good yeah. one, Kev. Kev saves the day. Yeah, he's a hero. Uh, yeah, so, yeah, Moose gets, uh, hospitalized, uh, there's a scene at, uh, football practice where, uh, Reggie shows up and is like, practice is cancelled. Cause, <laughs> yeah. Cause someone got shot. Yeah. New, new Reggie is doing pretty well, I think. Mm-hmm. We're definitely getting a lot more new Reggie in these episodes. Yeah. I feel like they probably had like a lot more material with old Reggie, but because of because he couldn't be on the second season, they probably cut a lot of it. But now we're getting tons of Reggie, so I think it's good. Mm-hmm. Uh, Archie is at his as at his like parents' house, his dad's house, and is like, "Hey, Dad, what if we got a gun?" <laughs> yeah, and y- you know Fred Andrews, everyone the. Rare voice of reason in this horny, horny town. Yes. And he's like, no, bud, we're good. And Archie, who has already bought a gun, is like, cool. (laughs) You got it, Dad. Whatever you say. Um, yeah, so... Just in case you were wondering if Archie's dad approves of firearms in his house, he does not. So that's no. never going to be good. Uh, and it's not like that long afterwards where we see him like get the. He goes out to the garage to go check on his gun. Yeah, yeah. And then he uh, sees a comic book. Called the Red Circle. And yeah, it's like, and it, you know what? 
It looks like <laughs> crappy Justice League. Um, I'm not sure if this is like a pre-existing property or what, but it's um, it's. I, I would not be surprised if this was a. Uh, like I'm just gonna Archie... fucking Google this now. Uh, Red Circle comics. Here we go. <laughs> um, okay, so it seems like there was uh, Red Circle comics back mm-hmm. in the day. It was like a an imprint used by Archie Comics in um uh for, like, non-Archie-specific characters in the 70s and 80s. Mm-hmm. So, like, that's probably where, like, The Hood would be published in that kind of thing. Yeah. It, it's... They're, they're definitely going a lot bigger in on, like, the extended Archie universe here. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and that is when... Uh, Archie's like, Archie makes another great Archie decision. He does. Uh, which is, he's like, hey, what if we made a vigilante group? <laughs> yeah, and um, he's going to call it the Red Circle because he's a dipshit. <laughs> yeah, because he looked at a comic book. Reggie's like, we're the watchdogs. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of wish they'd went with that just because it's hilarious. Like... I love how pumped he got. Like, yeah, this is it. This is us. And then Archie's and then, like, like No, it's gonna we're gonna be the, the we're gonna be the red circle. <laughs> which sounds like a hundred times more threatening. Like Yes, which sounds as someone points out later, it sounds super fascist. Yeah. Um Meanwhile we have uh the Cooper storyline going on, which man, every time we go to the Coopers this season it sucks. It does, like, it's not even, like, good drama, it's just, like, indecisive, you know? I, I just, I again, know. really hate what, like, how they've turned on Alice Cooper's character and how they keep turning with her. Yeah, they were, like, I guess they're trying to rehab her character just because, like, they have, um, oh, God, what's the actress's name? Machen something. I can't remember her last name. But, you know, they have, like, this actress who's, like, pretty terrific, and she's probably, like, renewed her contract for multiple seasons. So, you know, they probably kind of want to give her a character. Uh, Machen Imic. Yeah. Yeah. So they probably want to give her a character, you know, that does more and is in more episodes. Um but not have to write her out as a villain, you know? Because mm-hmm. th- she was definitely a villain in the first one, even if she wasn't, yeah. like, the main villain. Yeah, no, she was, um... She was, uh... I, I would say, like, kind of the picture of an abusive, controlling mom. Yes. Like, she hasn't really changed a lot on that front. Yeah, but, like, there acting like it's okay now i guess like there there was definitely a like a sense of oh she did really care yeah and like that whether or not she cares is like that's not important that's not like the important part it's like how she cares 
Yes. And how like, he treats people she cares about. Yeah. Like, she's still awful. Yeah. It was just, it's just like a weird thing of like, oh, all of this manipulation and her being awful to her daughters mm-hmm. was justified in the end. Yeah, and it like, the thing about um, Alice Cooper, though, is like, she's not even like devious in a fun way in the way that like Cheryl is like yes Cheryl's Cheryl pretty much a, a bad person but she's yeah. great <laughs> but also she's good <laughs> she's really good in this episode yeah i really love everything that happens with Cheryl in this episode because like she, she doesn't necessarily need to be in this episode but also yes she does yes uh like she is just like she sees uh so like the whole thing with Kevin and Betty which we kind of get a bit of at the Cooper household mm-hmm. but like the main thing going at the Cooper household is they get their first like zodiac letter from uh, the Black Hood, uh, with, as part of the evidence, uh, the wallet. Yeah, yeah, he has, um... Fred Andrews' wallet. Yeah, he has Fred Andrews' wallet, and I think he had something from Miss Grundy's? Uh, he had, uh, Miss Grundy's, like, heart sunglasses. Oh, right, yeah, her pervert sunglasses. Yes. Uh, Miss fucking Grundy. I'm so glad Which, she's dead. I'm so glad she's dead. Uh, a lot Rest of, like, shit. versions of, like, the Lolita book cover will have that nowadays. Uh, yeah, I think it's because they were in, like, the Kubrick movie. Mm-hmm. Um, they were, they were popularized by that kind of thing. Uh, so... You know, that's that's kind of what they were going for with her character. <laughs> but he has uh, sent a letter basically saying that he is going to... What we kind of already guessed is that he is killing all of these sinners in Riverdale. Yeah. Um, going after the adulterers, the... Um, did he men- did he like straight up mention that Miss Grundy was like a sex offender? I don't yes. remember. Okay. <sighs> Good cuz like I don't remember that. I-, I don't remember if he mentioned it or not just because like um it feels like no one else seems to care that that was the case. Yes. Archie uh, especially. Yes. Uh so yeah, uh explicitly it's not uh, I had previously thought that it was Fred Andrews' dealings with the serpents that had yeah, uh, got him shot, but it was actually the adultery. Yeah. Um, which is like, uh, all right. Yes. It, it, um, I think he it also seems a cl- lot weirder with it. Yeah, and the Black Hood also um, just straight up says, oh, also, I shot those drug teens in the woods. Yeah. Don't do drugs. Uh. I think it's explicitly drugs and sex. Oh, yeah, like a fucking Jason thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
and like the mayor and Sheriff Keller are both like, don't publish this. And she's like, psych, I already did. Yep. Like, Alice fucking Cooper, I guess. I mean, when it comes to that kind of thing, you have to actually think about like, if it's smart to publish it or if it's not. Because like, you do want to keep a line of communication open with like, that kind of character, I suppose. Um, like, and make him feel like he's still the one in control while you're trying to, you know, catch him. Mm-hmm. But also, he did it before going to the police. Yeah, like... <sighs> like, I could understand printing a photocopy, but not saying, we already have copies. Because... We printed them in the paper already. Bye, bitch. It's just... She's such a bad person, is the thing. Yeah. Is that she sucks. Yeah, the th- guys, the thing is here, is that she sucks. They seem to be, like, kind of dropping a lot of plot threads with the Coopers, though. Like... In, I think the pilot, it's like Betty was shown to like be on, um, like, I'm, I'm trying to remember like what, what pills she was supposed to be on, but I think it was like either uh, ADHD pills. I just watched pills. it again recently. It was like either ADHD pills or like something for bipolar, I think. I think it was more bipolar. Yeah, but basically like a mood stabilizer. Oh, it it was Adderall, I think. Oh, okay. Yeah, well, she was, she was on like a mood-altering drug, um, and it was like implied that it was mostly pressured by her mom to make her do better in school. Yeah. Um, and they they've kind of dropped that. They've kind of dropped, like. The thing uh, they with write Betty. Polly out pretty quickly. Uh, yeah. Once we meet her again. Yeah. Um. And they've they've like dropped the thing about like Betty kind of having really obvious anxiety issues. Um, yeah, like it, this season is focused a lot more on Veronica, which I do like. Yeah, it just it feels unfair that it's at the expense of. Betty, right? Like, yeah. It feels like they aren't really sure yet how to have two leading females at once without making yeah. one of them like a non-character. Like most of Betty's deals in this is like with Jughead. Yeah. And it's, you know, I... <laughs> Everyone who listens to the podcast already knows how I feel about Bughead. It it feels yeah. dumb. Which, it, it sucks because I like both of those characters. I just yeah, don't... And, and I like them as, like, a, a, a pairing, but I don't like them as a romantic pairing. Yeah, like, I like seeing them do stuff together. I don't like seeing them, like, make out and, you know... All of the love triangles that are are based on that... Yeah. There's, like, fucking 
intersecting pointed stars of love triangles in this show. It's yes. so stupid. <laughs> uh, Jughead has begun school, uh, which... What, didn't that the last episode of last season he started school? Yeah, like... I don't fucking know. Like they and then when ran it comes up again, he's he was... been like, I've been gone two days. It's like, I thought it was like a week. Yeah, and... Time is another thing in Riverdale that's supposed to be important, but feels way out of whack. <laughs> yeah, but... Oh, it's so... Because, like, we saw him hanging out with the serpents already. Yeah. And then, like, you know, on, on th- in this episode, he's like, I'm not hanging out with the serpents. It's like, oh, okay. <laughs> uh, he goes to, uh, uh, English class. And, like, immediately, like, one, immediately we see people uh, taking uh, Jingle Jangle. Right? In the, the classroom. J- like, and right as the bell rings, even. Yeah, the JJ. Uh, but, yeah, so, like, Jughead sits down. He's sitting at, like, I believe the anime protagonist window. You know. Yes. The second from the back closest to the window. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, and, uh... The um the teacher's like, all right, guys, we're reading Fahrenheit 451. Does anyone know why it's called Fahrenheit 451? And everyone's like throwing shit, being a jackass. It's high school. No one wants to learn. And Jughead yeah. doesn't want to answer the question, even though like he seems to know the answer. And it's like, because he doesn't want to be a nerd. He doesn't want to be a nerd at his new school. And um, the uh. The teacher's like, Jughead Jones. Or, no, I think he just says his full name. Is like, can you answer this one? And he's like, uh, it's the temperature at which paper burns. And, I, and us viewers at home, or maybe just me, is like, actually, <laughs> this, was, this was data that uh, Ray Bradbury had gotten um, from a friend, and he assumed it was correct. But the tape, the temperature at which paper burns is actually much lower. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's what life was like before the internet, guys. Yes. You just believe what people told you. Exactly. And, um... Oh, I, I did forget... Well, one, we forgot to talk about Tony, but I did also forget when Archie decides to join the Red... Uh, to make the Red Circle... Uh, the music cue is amazing. It is, yeah. Because he pulls out his gun and uh, the singer, singer of the song goes, I'm a bad man. <laughs> and then he holds up the comic that says Red Circle and it goes, I'm a bad man. <laughs> what are they trying to tell us about Archie? Could it be that Archie is, is doing something man? wrong? Is a, maybe a bad man? Or he wants to be? <gasps> Archie, come on, baby. Um, 
But yeah, so like right after Jughead says, it's the temperature at which paper burns. Someone throws shit at his head and then the bell rings and then everyone leaves. It's like, you just sat down. I There's so many, like that happens so often in TV where it's like, the classes last like five minutes. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> I know... I know that it's just, you know, it's TV, but I feel like there are better ways to do it, though, right? Like, you could just (laughs) open the shot with them in the classroom instead of showing them going in and then going out. Yes. Uh, It just frustrates me so much every time. It's like, I wish school was that short. (laughs) Uh, When Jughead gets to school, he's uh, greeted by uh, Tony... Uh, T-O-N-I. Yes, Tony. She is, um... She's a cool punk girl who is alternative and has dyed hair, and she's in the Serpents. Yeah, she's a bad girl. She's a bad girl with attitude, guys. And, um, I think the show wants us to to like her a lot. Um, Yuri is still out for me. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh... Jughead does at one point when uh, she says, oh, you should sit with the serpents. Uh, Jughead does say, I identify as a loner. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Which I loved. It was so fucking good. He's such a shithead. (laughs) I saw some people on Twitter who were like, Jughead Jones, lesbian icon. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. Yeah, word. Relatable. He does dress like every lesbian I know, though. Like, flannel shirt, denim jacket. I think he wears Converse's. You know. I, yeah, I. Look. <laughs> yes. The beanie also works. <laughs> yeah, the beanie. You know, it's, it's Jughead. Um. And so one of the one of the serpent members at this school at Southside is named Sweet Pea. And I thought that Jughead was making fun yeah. of him at first. Yes, but no, Sweet his Pea. name is Sweet Pea. I love Sweet Pea. I don't know why he's named <laughs> Sweet Pea, but I just mm, good. I wonder how he got that nickname. He would used to eat a, eat a lot of sweet peas. <laughs> now maybe he's just like secretly very nice, you know. Underneath that hard exterior is a yeah. heart of sweet sweet peas. Maybe it's like uh, Colin's a uh, big person, tiny. Oh yeah, yeah. Like he's not nice, and that's why mm-hmm. he's sweet pea. Uh. By the way, the other members of uh, the Southside Serpents at the school mm-hmm. are Tony Topaz. Good name. And Fangs Fogarty. Fangs Fogarty? Yep. <laughs> that kid's gonna turn out to be a werewolf. I swear <laughs> to fucking God. You can't use a name like Fangs Fogarty on someone who's not a werewolf. <laughs> it, God, it's. Uh, but they like after Jughead does not, uh, you know, 
sit with them, they are like, hey, if you don't sit with us and you, you know we don't protect you... The ghoulies uh, will get you. The ghoulies will get you. Which I thought at first they were saying the goofies. I thought they were saying, like, the Goonies. <laughs> I'm like, no, that's something else, guys. <laughs> Different movie. Uh, I'm but, looking uh, at the uh, Riverdale wiki. I was trying to see if Sweet Pea was, like, from the comics. Oh, yeah? Uh, I don't know, but I do... Uh, all of the discussion is just... Uh, there's KJ is Baby Daddy. KJ is Baby Daddy. And uh, KJ Apple's wife just posted steamy. <laughs> I'm really loving the um, the the teen fandom of Riverdale, um, and I'm sure they do not listen to this podcast. But um, all of them are good, even if they are annoying teenagers on the <laughs> internet. <laughs> Please continue to dream, children. Yes. Basically, what happens with Jughead's story is that he is, at one point, locked up in the school after... Because he is revitalizing their uh, newspaper. Yes, I think it's called the Red and Black or something. Yes, because... You know, the blue and gold, red and... You get it? (laughs) You get it? Southside. Uh, Yeah, so he's trying to bring back their newspaper. um, And, uh... Freaking... Uh, he, he's, tr- I think he's trying to get Tony involved. Yeah, because uh, she's a photographer. Yeah, she takes photos. Um, and uh, there is, I'm not. So, does Betty show up to visit him at the school before or after he gets locked at the school? I forgot. All right. Well, let's. Uh, okay. Um, so they do have um. Uh, so Jughead stays after at the school, setting up journalism club or whatever. Um, and then he gets beat up by some gang boys, the ghoulies, who... (laughs) It's important to remember that, to point out that the ghoulies are, like, indecipherable from Southside Serpents. They look exactly alike. they look exactly the same. And also, uh, like all the lights turn off, and there's just a giant thing of graffiti that just says "School of Lies." Yeah, like what the fuck? (laughs) Did they think that sounded cool? Yes. (laughs) I don't. (laughs) It's corny. (laughs) I know Riverdale is corny, but that was pretty corny. It's, and then like we just get a sh- like a bunch of shots of the shadows of, uh, Ghoulies. Jughead getting the beat beat the fuck up. Yeah, it's like oh, rest in peace, Jughead. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I think after that they show um, Jughead the next day, and um, he's setting up the uh journalism club the school paper um and uh betty is like tending his wounds Mm -hmm. um 
you know, because he his face got cut up a bit, and he's like, "Oh, I ran into a doorknob." Or, no, he he says that he fell off his bike, and she's like, "You gotta be careful with your bike. Wear a helmet and what whatever." Yeah, he said he like I was just going to block. <laughs> Ugh, lying. Yep. You know, so she doesn't worry or whatever, but like. Is that when she brings the kettle? Yeah, yeah, so like she's like, Oh, I brought you some stuff for your um for your classroom and she brings him like a shiny new kettle and it's you know, it's cute. And then Tony is there and she's like, Oh, I guess we were having the same thought and she's got a kettle too, but it's like it's a shittier kettle. Mm-hmm. Class struggle, guys. Yeah. Do you get it? Do you do you get it, guys? <laughs> Yeah, so that's kind of like the first implication we get that they're probably setting up uh, Betty and Tony to be rivals. And it's like, ooh, rivals for what? Jughead's attention? His affection? Both? And it's, you know, (sighs) dumb. (laughs) Straight people. I know that Tony's not supposed to be straight, but like it's a very heterosexual storyline. Yeah, like... I, you, I, I feel like there's going to be, like, a reveal. It's like, oh. Yeah. Oh, she likes girls, too. Oh, what a shock. Oh. Ah, scary. Ooh. Ooh, ghosts. Uh, speaking of. <laughs> it's me, the ghost <laughs> of bisexual past. Ooh. Spooky. Uh, like a ghost, you can't really see a lot of bi people on TV. <laughs> it's true. So, um, cool. Nice to meet you, Tony. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so they're, they're setting up an, another love triangle here. Um, I uh, guess like, if they if they can't do an Archie-centric love triangle, I guess they're gonna do this one? <laughs> yes. It's just so weird, though. Like, this isn't Jughead. <laughs> Yeah, it's... It's a jughead for a new generation. A sex icon. I, I hate it. <laughs> it's so weird. Uh, Do you want to go to Veronica's story next or Kevin's story? And then I think we end on what Archie's whole deal is. Um, I think we should do Kevin's story at the end, like, second to last, just because it is pretty big, and I really like how it goes. Mm-hmm. Um, so we can do Veronica's now, just because... Although Veronica's does go into the, the ending of the show, of the episode. Um... Alright, since we just talked about how bad Bughead is, I guess let's talk about Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so uh, I love Kevin. Ke- Kevin's so great in this episode, which yeah, God, he needed like, it. Oh, it's true. So, um, the thing about Kevin is, uh, you know, he was jogging in the woods, and apparently, a thing that we don't know is that people go into the woods to have sex, and it's also a popular cruising spot for Riverdale area gays, um, <laughs> which is like. Oh, okay, that's cool. A lot of TV shows don't actually, like, talk about cruising. Yeah. Um, they just assume, like, it's all about, like, club culture. And usually those two do intersect, but 
I don't think there are nightclubs in Riverdale. I, I think at the front, uh, he at like the first episode, he mentioned that there is a quote tragic gay club. <laughs> yeah, but um, yeah. So he said he tells his best friend Betty that he was cruising in the woods, and Betty's like, Kevin, you shouldn't do that. It's dangerous. Why can't you just use fake grinder like everyone else? <laughs> Ah, oh, God, I don't remember what their name was for their fake grinder. I do remember the fake uh, Bachelorette. Yeah, Bachelorette. Yes. <laughs> That's a good name. Uh, um, I don't think anything can top Glamazon. Glamazon is good. <laughs> um, okay, hold on. I'm going to figure out what their fake grinder was called, just because it was funny. Uh, but... Grind him. Grind him. (laughs) Grinder, but a worse name. (laughs) What if Grinder, but worse? Um... And Kevin is just like, listen, this is what I do. Don't fucking... (laughs) Yeah. Um... And so we see him, like, walking off, and Cheryl sees that, and she's like, huh... Yeah, she's just, like, up pocketing that information for later. And, like, him and Betty kind of have this conversation over the course of the episode, like, multiple times. And he's obviously getting more and more annoyed with it. Um, yeah. And at Like, the... he's not explicitly, like, saying, like, what... You know, like, he's obviously very annoyed, but he's, like, not, like, coming out and saying that. Yeah. Um... There is a part where, like, uh, when Cheryl sees him lurk off into the woods, um, she tells Betty. Mm-hmm. And uh, so she and Betty follow him. After um, telling Kevin's dad. Yeah. First, first they tell Kevin's dad, then they go follow him. Um... I'm trying to remember actually how that whole thing went down, because... Uh, it's nearest the end, because we get a lot of... We get a few scenes of Kevin in the woods. Yeah, we get the shot of Kevin in the woods, and there's, like, a car A car pulls up next to him. Or, no, he's jogging past a car. And there's, like, um... There's a guy in there with a baseball cap over his face. And he asks Kevin if he wants a ride and to get, or in, to get in the car. And Kevin's just like, um, he's imagining what would happen if he got in the car. And they show him getting, like, stabbed violently. Yeah. And for, for a second, I was like, the fuck? They can't do that. Yeah, because they, they and, don't show that it is... Yeah. Uh... Like, a imagine spot at first. And he just like, he's just like, yeah, sure. Yeah. Um, so they show that happening. And then, like, he blinks. And it's back to him outside the car. Um, and, like, I'm glad that they subverted doing that. But... Yeah. It was, it was pretty fucking shocking when I saw it. Yeah, like, I was, like, really surprised. I'm like, 
Yeah, like they would kill Kevin off. I mean, I guess. <laughs> um, yeah, so he's like, he's like, no, I'm okay. And then, like, you know, the guy starts pressuring him, and he's like, no, seriously, I'm good. And he jogs off. Um, and it sounds like the car starts, and I think he's worried that it's that the guy's gonna follow him. I think. Yeah. Um. And then he runs into Betty and Cheryl. I think. Right. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So um. I don't think that they tell him that he. I don't think that they tell. Um, him that they talk to uh, his dad yet, though. Yeah, it's not the first thing they say, but they. For no, I don't sure... think they. I don't think he finds out that Betty told him until um, after he goes home. No, I, I definitely remember him. No, I think he confronts her about that at like the end of the episode at school. Um, I'm trying to. Re- because I remember when he goes to see um, his dad, he pretends that he was at Betty's, right? But then his dad is like, that's not true, because Betty was here looking for you. And oh, I was like, God, you're oh. right, you're right, you're right. Yeah, and that was like, oof, ooh, oof-a-doofa. <laughs> Betty, don't. <laughs> but anyways, so, like, he gives her, like, a fucking earful about how... um he doesn't have the same opportunities that she has, you know, as a Even straight though, girl. like, she likes to act like they do. Yeah, like, she likes to act like they get along and, like, they have, like, the same exact experiences just because they grew up together and, you know, they're best friends. And, and that they both like guys. Yeah. But... Um, he's like, you can have your pick of, like, anyone at school... And, you know, obviously he doesn't. <laughs> um, and then he also, like, makes it clear that, like, you know, the only thing weird about her is her weird, um, you know, the dark Betty BDSM thing. <laughs> yeah, which he goes, like, which, and is, he's such, like, which is cool, he's like, you more, can do, yeah. More power to you, but, and it's just like, hell yeah, please, please call out straight kinksters um well he explicitly says like that's something that you're able to do but not me (laughs) exactly like they I feel like this was like maybe one of the best scenes in the show just cause like they call out a lot of the stuff with how they like write Kevin yeah, and it it not in a way where it was like in the first episode where it's like Cheryl like oh you're the ba- you're the gay best friend. Yeah, um, which like you're still doing that though. <laughs> yeah, it's like they're they're like um, actively addressing that like yeah, Kevin's a developed character and his queerness isn't somehow equating him as one of the girls. Yes. Um, yeah, so I thought that was pretty good. Um. That, that was probably my favorite, uh, like, my actual favorite scene in the whole episode. Like, there's a lot yeah. of ridiculous shit. Yeah, I think but, like, that, like, I think the reason this episode, like, stands out so strongly to me is because of this plot line. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And like the thing where he's like where where he imagines himself getting stabbed and then like you know keeps running is we don't know if that actually would have happened and like so it's not necessarily saying that like Betty's right but it it's more like Betty made him feel shame and fear. Yes. <laughs> Which even though he had the best intentions that's kind of what she was doing what she, like went out to do. Yes. For sure. Like she it was very much of like why can't like like she said at the beginning of the episode why can't you be normal in this? Yeah. Like and as he points out at the end he can't be. It like just exactly. due to the nature of He doesn't have of, the choice to be. Yeah. Like I think he actually mentions that like either he can be in the closet like Moose or he can do this. Yeah. I'm not sure if he actually mentions Moose by name in that, but we do have a scene with him earlier in the episode where he talks to Moose. I also Moose like that like, scene a lot. Yeah, Moose is like, you know, you know, Kevin, guys like us, guys like you. Um, and, you know, Moose is trying to, like, I guess, let Kevin know that he still cares about him, even if he can't be, like, open about it. Mm-hmm. But it obviously upsets Kevin a lot just because he kind of wishes he could. Yeah. Like he, like they went about it a lot better than they even did it in the first season and a lot better than I ever expected them to. Yeah. Like, like Moose is definitely like he is in the closet, but like it, you kind of get the, like the reason for why he would want to be in the closet, but also why it sucks that he is. Yeah, um, it's, it was, like, a lot more sensitive than I was expecting. Yes. Um, I was honestly not expecting them to have Moose show up again, actually, after the first season. Yeah, and I thought that they were going to kill him off, because, like, I was like, that's a character you could kill off and will be basic, like, not much will change. Yeah, um, so I'm hoping we actually get to see a lot more of Moose, now that, you know, one, he's not dead. To he's, um, you know, just kind of around. (laughs) Yeah, he, like, I don't know if, like, Kevin and Moose is, like, the ship I want to see going forward, but, like, I at least want more scenes with them talking about it. Yeah, like, that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Um, Uh, Should we get into Veronica's story? No, we're not. We're not, like, super done with Kevin yet. So, after the woods... Okay, so wait, hold on. Still in the woods, just a side note about Cheryl. It cuts to Cheryl for a second, and she's just kind of watching, and it's like, she basically brought Betty to the woods to get yelled at. (laughs) (laughs) And she's loving it. I... I know we're not supposed to love Cheryl, but I love how much of, like, a ridiculous teenage sadist she is. She's just like, yeah, that's good TV. (laughs) (laughs) She might as well have popcorn. Yeah. Also, just another aside, great outfit from Cheryl this episode. What is the line that she says when she sees Kevin go into the woods? I don't remember. I think it's like, oh, Kevin, you beautiful pervert. 
I think something like that, yeah, and it's just... <laughs> it's like, <laughs> it's like what? Right. Jesus, Cheryl. Very rude, um, but very in character for Cheryl Blossom. Yes. Um, so then, you know, Kevin goes home, um, he sees his dad, and um, after... After his dad tells him that he knows because Betty was here and Betty told him what happened, um, they he kind of ends up having like a very emotional conversation with his father that like he obviously wasn't ready to have. Like he's out of the closet to his father, of course. Yes, that was established in the first season, but it's not really something that they talk about a bunch. And, and it's like, just like like he's like like I've been avoiding certain conversations just because it's something I don't want to talk about. Yeah. Like Kevin's dad is saying that. Mm-hmm. Um. And so like that was just like I thought that was a good scene, and also just like a very like anxiety-inducing one. It's one cause, like because we know. That, like, you know, Sheriff Keller is accepting, but, like, it it's that moment of, like, mm, like, how far will that... Yeah. It's, like... But also, like, I feel like it's something a lot of, like, um, queer people can relate to. Like, my mom knows I'm gay, right? But she doesn't talk to me about it. Like, just because she's cool with it doesn't mean she's, like cool with it you know yes so i feel like there's that kind of anxiety that like a lot of teens and young people have in the 2017 yeah uh and i'm really surprised that riverdale if we're getting that right now yeah um oh another thing that happens um we do see uh do we see Ethel this episode, or is that next episode? That's next episode, because the Red Circle has bec- has already become a thing. Oh, okay, okay, sorry. Um, I thought that they did stuff with Ethel... I thought they did stuff with the Red Circle in this episode, and then... I, I think they were like... And they I, do the we, threat video at the end. Hmm, you may be right, you may be right. because, yeah, uh, like, it starts out as just, like, you know, a neighborhood watch thing, and then... Oh, and then the Veronica the- story. It is this episode because this episode came out around when Stranger Things came out. Yeah, so everyone was talking about, um, I think her name's Shannon Purcell, yes. the actress. Mm-hmm. You know, B- Barb. Yeah, and they're like they um, definitely uh, like talked a lot about like her character in the, like in the lead up to this episode, which. Yeah. She doesn't play, like, a huge role. No, but she's there, and, you know, I'm, I'm glad she's there. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, but, because uh, Archie originally says no weapons. Yeah, and Archie everyone originally brings says... weapons. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so what happens is, like, Ethel is walking home from school on, like, you know, one of those scary country roads at night. Mm-hmm. Um, and she... And there's, like, a truck following her. And, um... At first, she doesn't think anything of it, but, like, it becomes more obvious that it's following her. So she calls, um, Archie, because 
they have established that the red circle is like a thing looking out for Riverdale High students. Um, and, yeah, like it is specifically Riverdale High, and they put up a bunch of posters. And first, Sheriff Keller is well throughout all of it. Sheriff Keller is very against it, and yeah. the principal is like, "No, nah, it's cool." Yeah, the principal thinks it's fine just because it's like it just seems like Riverdale High students looking out for each other for fucking once. Yeah. Um. And so, like, when they find they find Ethel hiding in like a cornfield or some shit, <laughs> very Midwest. <laughs> um, and they describe the car, and because both of them got out of the car to find Ethel, the van got away. Yeah, it would and, seem like a bad plan. Yeah, and then like you see Reggie run back to the truck and. I think there's crowbars involved. <laughs> yeah, like, he's got, like, wrenches in the back. <laughs> like, ridiculous. I've watched um, a lot of Fast and Furious movies in, like, the last two weeks, so I've seen a lot of people with wrenches, like, as weapons. <laughs> wrenches are scary, guys. <laughs> um, but, yeah, uh, Ethel's fine. Very scary, though. Um, yeah, she's definitely scared. Yeah. Uh, um, also, I did like it. Kind of got ruined in the next episode. I did like at the end. Kevin does not re- forgive Betty. Yeah, he does not forgive Betty. Like, um, when they go to like school the next day, uh, Betty gets stuff from her locker, and then she walks over and waves to Kevin, and Kevin like half smiles, but then turns away and walks away. And like you know, we've seen this show. Usually they like walk down the halls together, arms linked. It's the classic straight girl, gay boy friendship. Yes. <laughs> um, yeah, so um, I think now is Veronica time. Yeah. Uh, so Matchlorette. For- <laughs> yeah, Matchlorette. Uh, she wants to invite everyone over to watch the Matchlorette. Yeah, and her dad's gonna be there. And her dad's gonna be there yeah for like a brief moment and then um her dad's like archie how about you come to dinner sometime and archie's like oh sure i'd love that mr willikers (laughs) gee willikers mr lodge i sure would love to meet my girlfriend's dad uh and uh hermione is, is instantly like don't invite archie like it'll be rad yeah. And, it, like, Veronica is obviously, like, she doesn't really trust her dad, but she's, like, trying to She wants to, ma- to believe the best, right? Yes. And, like, he invited him, and she, she wants her family to get along with her boyfriend and stuff, so, you and know. So she tries to uh, get Hermione to say that uh, Hiram is dangerous. Mm-hmm. Which he won't do. Exactly. And uh, Hiram apparently hears this because of the acoustics of their apartment. Yeah, he's like, funny thing about our apartment is that even here in the study, I can hear my beloved wife and daughter all the way in the kitchen. And it's like, <laughs> geez, dad, that's pretty scary. Uh, also, Hermione at one point says, don't be th- so thirsty for your daddy's uh, love and affection. I'm like, mm. Fucking <laughs> not a great line. No, nope. um, I do love the detail of um, 
of Veronica polishing the silverware for Archie coming over by herself, though. Like, <laughs> it's really good. Yeah, she's like taking great care. She didn't get someone else to do it because, you know, they've got hired help and stuff. But yeah, I thought that was sweet. Uh, then the dinner comes around. and <laughs> We did get a scene earlier where uh, Archie is getting taught like common Spanish phrases. Mm-hmm. And a part of me is disappointed we don't see Archie trying to, uh, like, just use those phrases. Yeah, like, <laughs> I was kind of hoping he would. Um, but yeah, so, at the dinner, Hiram Lodge is like, Archie, you want some booze? <laughs> and he's like, sure, Dad! <laughs> Oh, specifically, he's like, like Archie, like, do you want some rum? And he's like, the alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking amazing. Yeah, they shouldn't let Archie drink. I'm gonna be honest. No, Archie. Archie should just drink water and seltzer water. That is it. Sometimes Gatorade, if he's been a good boy. <laughs> yes, if he's been a good sports boy. <laughs> Geez, Archie, you ran so fast. Have some electrolytes to replenish your body. Wow, thanks, coach. Anyways, um, uh, yes, there's no Gatorade here. It's like everyone's drinking wine and rum, except for Veronica. She's drinking water out of a wine glass. (laughs) Classic Veronica. Um,. And, uh, there's this part where, um, after they eat, uh, Hiram's like, Archie, would you like to meet me in the study? My study is where I do all of my thinking. (laughs) And, um, Veronica's like, oh, yeah, let's go see the study. Because, like, I don't think she's allowed in there. (laughs) Yeah. Um. It's, It's definitely, like, some weird, like, don't go in your parents' room. Yeah. Um. And, um, and Hiram's like, no, no, Veronica, just me and Archie. And she's like, oh, okay. But she, she eavesdrops. Um, yeah. yeah, so one of the things Hiram says to Archie is like, I want us to be close. No more yeah. sneaking around into my daughter's bedroom, which like was a like really threatening thing in the trailer for this episode, but it's just kind of like, oh, all right, whatever. <laughs> Yeah. And then he tells him that he likes what he's done with the red circle. Um, well, also we see the giant oil painting of Veronica. <laughs> yeah, he sees the giant oil painting. We see the giant oil painting of Veronica, and he says, oh, you like it? Keeps me honest. <laughs> like, did a bad job. <laughs> right? <laughs> it's just, it's gigantic. It's really good. <laughs> <laughs> so fucking <laughs> the lodges are wild <laughs> they are really picking up the slack that the blossoms are not bringing this time yeah that the blossoms can't bring this time half of them are dead <laughs> yeah um yeah so that's happening um and then he says I like what you've done with the red circle but you know if you really want to bring it to the Black Hood, gotta fight fire with fire. 
and fight fear with fear. And Archie's like, I like the way you think, old man. (laughs) (laughs) This all seems like a good idea. Yeah. um, So basically, Hiram Lodge is like manipulating Archie into making bad decisions. (laughs) Um, And uh, at the end of this episode, we see Archie being like, all right, everyone. It's meeting time. Dilton Doily is there with a the camera. Half the football team is there, and they're all wearing red masks. And, it's and so much. Not all of it's them are wearing so shirts. It's so much. Archie's the. It's yeah, like, they just got done uh, with like a shirts versus skinned football game. I'm like, okay, let's uh, do our video now. <laughs> it was fucking ridiculous. Um. So they're there. They're on uh they're on camera and Archie's like, We will hunt you. We will find you. We're the red circle. He he does <laughs> say we are Legion. Yeah, and I'm like, that's something else, guys. And I was like, it I, I was like, is Archie going to be like the leader? He's Mr. Of, Robot. Yeah, it's Mr. Robot, season four. (laughs) (laughs) Where's Rami Malek? He's gone. Um, But, uh, that was just, like... Quick aside, for for years people told me they need to watch the first season of Mr. Robot because it's very good. What was it? The people have told me for a while they need to watch at least the first season of Mr. Robot because it's very good. Oh, yeah. I watched the first season. Um, I liked it well enough up until, like, the plot twist at the end. And I was like, oh, come on, guys. Yeah, so I I, I know the plot twist already. And also, it kind of been poisoned by me because uh, at my old job... Oh, Hacker Man, right? Yeah, at my old job when I was uh, working at the library, we had all the DVDs. And Mm. the DVDs just, uh, on the front of it, just said, Democracy has been hacked. Yeah, the advertising for that show was, like, very bad. <laughs> like, hilarious, but very bad. Um, it's gone. <sighs> Ashley, after we're done with Riverdale, let's do a Mr. Robot podcast. We shouldn't. It's <laughs> Honestly, I'm just going to say it. I feel like a lot of people's obsession with it is just because they liked the movie Hackers. Mm-hmm. Um... I also remember people I, making fun of uh, Watch Dogs 2, yeah. and it not for it, and then pointing to, like, R- Mr. Robot for being like, this is good, hackers. I'm like, eh. Yeah, no, it's, it's not that much better. <laughs> like, it's fun for, like, half a season. Um, I feel like they tried to do interesting things with the lead character's mental illness, but dropped the ball like 800 times mm-hmm. um uh and then also i just know Ackerman. all the bad shit they have in that show with trans women yeah like i like bd wong as an actor oh same. But that was not like, a role he needed to take yeah and I like the idea of them having a transgender woman as a powerful hacker in the black market criminal underworld or whatever. 
but I feel like B.D. Wong being a good actor and also Asian doesn't mean that he should be the actor they go with to be an Asian trans woman. Mm-hmm. <sighs> He's great in Law and Order SVU. Yeah, no, I've seen some good th- some good stuff with B.D. Wong in it who's very good, but... Yeah, um... Maybe just not that one. Yeah, maybe just not that one. Um... Yeah. Maybe they went with B.D. Wong just because the USA Network literally owns him. (laughs) I've noticed something. If you're in a USA Network show once, they literally own you. That's how John Cena was on Psych. That's true. (laughs) Uh, Anyway, let's get back to Riverdale. Yeah, (laughs) Riverdale on the CW, not the USA Network, everyone. Um... Back at it again. Uh, so that is uh, the... We are, we're now on the second episode. Yeah. Oh, another thing, just to mention. Veronica tells her dad that she'd like to be more involved in the family business. Mm-hmm. I think that was... Um, I think it's mostly just so she can see inside his dad, her dad's office. Like, what's in there? Um, I hope she doesn't get weirded out by the gigantic portrait of her. You think he'll take that down? <laughs> Ooh, that could actually be, like, a really dramatic moment at the end of the season. <gasps> or, do you think she posed Keeps me for honest. It? Oh, God, what the fuck? <laughs> Maybe she already knows it exists. What the fuck? This show is gonna kill me someday. <laughs> if it hasn't already. My fate is sealed. This is actually your hell. It's just talking about and watching Riverdale. <laughs> And I love every moment of it is the problem. (laughs) Yeah, no, it's weird. (laughs) Heaven and hell all in one. Mm -hmm. Um, Okay, next episode. My god, this is going to take forever. Uh, This one opens up great. It's Jughead talking, isn't it? It's Jughead talking, and he's talking about serial killers. And every time he mentions one, there's a scare cord and they appear. Yeah. <laughs> He's like it's, the Zodiac yeah. Killer, and it's like shows the Zodiac Killer. <laughs> and, and yeah, it's weird. How did they get a licensed picture of John Green up in there? <laughs> yeah, no, it's just John Green sitting there uh, with a, a, bo- like a, a basket of chicken tendies. Yes, unlubed to be precise. Yes. Oh my god, I just realized I literally injured myself on an unlooped chicken tender today. I wasn't gonna say anything, but... (laughs) Uh, Before the show started, everyone, um, I mentioned to Ashley that I had some chicken tenders today, but, like, the breading was extremely sharp. I don't know if that's a thing that any of you ever experience, but while I was eating it, um, like, the roof of my mouth became kind of ripped up does that ever happen to you guys like comment and subscribe comment below with your thoughts (laughs) does your mouth get ripped up when you're eating chicken tendies find out (laughs) i don't know Uh (laughs) and then when i switched to lubed chicken tendies Mm -hmm. barbecue sauce it made the problem worse, guys. Yeah, I could see that. You shouldn't put barb. Don't put barbecue sauce in an open wound, everybody. Good thing to keep <laughs> in mind. Health. For your fucking health. 
Anyways, um, next episode. Yes. The, the Zodiac Killer. Zodiac Killer. And so I posted uh, I a screenshot Ted of Bundy. that, and my friend who had not watched the episode yet was like, so is the Black Hood just the Zodiac Killer now? <laughs> That's the problem, though, because he kind of is. No, he super is, though. Come on, guys. <laughs> Come on. Does Jughead mention, like, Ted Bundy? I guess. No, they're all... He mentions uh, Zodiac Killer, the Axeman. Of... I think he mentions Son of Sam, right? I don't think so. Because all of them are wearing masks or, like, have obscured oh, faces. Right. right, so maybe just ones that never were caught. Yeah, it is explicitly, like, and Tony mentions later that it is all people wearing masks. Yeah. Uh, also, I think also just so they don't have to mention like actual people, like actual names. Yeah, of... they could get. <laughs> that's true. They could get in trouble for that. Although they do mention people by name later in the episode. God damn it! <laughs> what is the truth? <laughs> no, it's just you know masked ones. <laughs> yes. Uh. And then I the last one the Phantom Killer. Uh. Which is actually, uh, the, there's a movie about the Phantom Killer, which is where this episode gets its name. Which is the town oh. that feared, uh, Sundown. Or dreaded Sundown. Oh, okay. Is that a good movie? Um, I'm not sure. Okay. <laughs> it's got a cool poster. Yeah, um, anyways. <laughs> uh, so... I think it opens with Jughead talking about these things, and then he's at the library actually checking out the books, yes. right? Yes, and uh, the the librarian's like, oh, are these research for school? And he's like, no, just research. Yeah, and then she's like, ah, damn shame what's been happening to this town. Uh, and she points out not just the murders going on, but also the... Mm-hmm. Uh, group of ruffians who are uh, currently uh, posted stuff online. Yeah. Um, and that group of ruffians is the Red Circle. <laughs> yes. We are leading. Uh, and I don't think at that point uh, Jughead knows that it's like Archie in charge of that. He's just like, okay. <laughs> He's like, yeah, seems bad. I'm moving along. <laughs> um, so yeah, Jughead seems like intent to crack this case. Listen, he's a detective. In his school. It, yeah, he is a boy detective. <laughs> and he wants to do it in the pages of his school's newspaper. Yes. Just like he did with Betty back in the day. Last year. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah. So, what happens next, Ashley? I haven't watched this episode in a couple days. <laughs> uh, here's the thing. This episode's very forgettable. <laughs> yeah, this episode's kind of a fucking slog. Like, it's just like a whole lot of like, ooh, is the red circle good? Is the red circle bad? Does the red circle matter? And the answer is yes, no, yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Uh, Archie does like so. Like, there's a lot of like, oh, the Red Circle is 
uh, broken up. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, oh, but it's back together. Yeah. Oh, Archie's off the football team. Uh, and they're like, well, um, not only off the football team, like, oh, the entire football team is done. Yeah, until they break up the red circle. Um... Also, uh, just as an aside, Veronica is like a ride-or-die GF in this. <laughs> like, <laughs> she gets t-shirts printed <laughs> with the red circle and, on it. And, like, at first, like, she's like, or she's like, oh, you can't do this, you know, like, you can get in so much trouble. She's like, please, you don't understand. I gave them to everyone. Yeah, we see Cheryl handing them out to, like, the cheerleading team mm-hmm. and everyone else and it's just like <laughs> everyone please mm-hmm. um so yeah so that happens um then betty gets a letter and kev and it's like he's in the library at school or whatever, and he's kind of staring at her mail or something, and then Kevin comes over and is like, Betty, what you did the other night was, like, extremely uncool, and, um, uh, you shouldn't have talked to my dad, but if it, if it makes you feel any better, I'm not going to the woods anymore. I re-downloaded, um, I think it's called Let's Date Red State. Yeah. And I'm just like, Jesus Christ! <laughs> We're to meet hot young gays in in Republican states. I do know there are websites like that. Yeah. Uh, Betty has gotten a letter from the Black Hood. Mm-hmm. And the letter's like, Betty, uh... Your speech inspired me so much. Like, you know, her speech she gave at the Mm -hmm. town hall where she's like, guys, Riverdale has to do better and we have to protect Jughead because he's my boyfriend. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, Which, you know, is like, all right, sure. Um, And the, uh, the Black Hood is like, the sinners do have to repent. Anyways, thank you. Here's a cipher. For your eyes only. Uh, bye. <laughs> Later. <laughs> and he did also send a um, a letter to the newspaper that was entirely in code. Mm-hmm. Like the Zodiac Killer, everyone. <laughs> Guys, he's like the Zodiac Killer. S- between like season two, like one and two. Someone's like, hey, guys, I saw a movie called Zodiac. Have you heard about this, the guy? (laughs) Guys, have you seen this? What do you guys think about Jake Gyllenhaal? I think he's in that, right? Or is it Joseph Gordon-Levitt? Fuck, I get them confused. Uh, That's Jake Gyllenhaal, yeah. Oh, okay. In my brain, they're like the same man. They're very similar. They don't look anything alike, but they're the same man. Yeah, no, I, I... They don't look alike, but they are alike, you dig? <laughs> yeah, it's like, okay, so let's say life is like a carousel, right? And it's moving extremely fast, and at one end, 
end of the carousel, like let's say the south end of the carousel is Jake Gyllenhaal, and then on the north end of the carousel is Joseph Gordon-Levitt. If the carousel's going fast enough, eventually they kind of like form an amorphous stripe that is Uh Jake Gyllenhaal is the player two skin for Joseph Gordon-Levitt. <laughs> exactly. Anyways, they saw Zodiac. Yeah, they saw Zodiac, and they, they're just remaking Zodiac. Yeah, so Betty is, like, very upset about this, and Kevin's like, gosh, Betty, I'm so sorry. Um, they're friends again, I guess. Yeah. They have made up because at some point in an incredibly cruel town like Riverdale, you can't afford to lose your only friends. Mm-hmm. Word up, let's date Red State. Um, and then... Yeah, so Betty is like, I don't want to, like, tell everyone about the, like, the letter portion of this. Mm -hmm. Because it... Uh, because Archie might blame me. Exactly. It's like... Okay. (laughs) Um... Uh, we also see before before Betty goes to Jughead about this, we see um, uh, Jughead setting up stuff at the Red and Black, and um, Tony's there, and Tony's like, "Oh, so you got all these books on serial killers, huh? Your real true crime nut." She's like, "I love true crime. I live for true crime. You know about Eileen Warnos? <laughs> I do, cause I read about true crime." And I'm like, "Oh, oh fucking boy!" I love true crime. <laughs> L.A. It's one of my favorite PS2 games. <laughs> but like, it—it's like an incredibly like Tumblr exchange. Like, I love reading about serial killers because they're dark and edgy. <laughs> Tony is incredibly Tumblr, in like, yeah. The most obvious ways. Yeah. At one point, she does <laughs> say, like, your privilege. And, oh, she says, like, another... like uh, Extremely, like, buzzwordy thing. Yes. I think she calls someone a snowflake. Yes. She might call Jughead a snowflake? I think so. This show is sometimes a nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> anyways so yeah that's her um they're talking about true crime and like it feels weirdly sexually charged while they're doing this yes like and then jughead's like oh yeah true crime i read all about it all of the time and then she's like so obviously you want to crack the uh the black hoods um code and jughead's like hell yeah and then she's like okay we should do it together and then jughead's like cool um, it's obviously supposed to be like, oh, like, you know, she, uh, Jacob's gonna be spend time with his other girl. What's going on? Ooh, scary, spooky. Oh yeah, she says, <laughs> uh, because at one point Betty implies that uh, the Black Hood may be a Southside serpent, but not really. Yeah, that's actually. That's, like, been a thing that people have been bringing up the entire episode. Like, Archie's like, it's gotta be someone from Southside because they hate our way of life. Yes. Um, when there is, like, literally nothing implying yeah, that. Yeah, like, there, 
Yeah, other than just everyone was from the north side. <laughs> yeah, but like they're all like. You would think that the fact that they mention sinners would yes. let them know that it's not necessarily class struggle, but like an interpersonal thing. Yeah, right? like it. Like he literally calls out adulterers and sex offenders, stuff that people from the south side would literally not know or care about. Mm-hmm. But anyways, Archie thinks that means I should go rough up their turf. He goes to a store and buys ammo. Yeah, and using a fake ID that I believe says Wilbur Wilkins on it. Yes, which is actually the name of an old, old comic. God fucking damn it, I hate this. (laughs) I hate this fucking show. The the photo that he uses for his, like, fake ID is so bad, it's so good. It looks like he literally taped it onto a piece of cardboard, and the guy's like, I'm just gonna run this through the system, but he doesn't. Yeah. Let me go get you your stuff, sir. And it's just like, background checks, this is why we need them. Well, he buys a bulletproof vest and, like, bullets for his, like, handgun, and the guy's like, you going hunting? And Archie's like, yes, that is exactly what I'm doing. And it's just, like, what the fucking fuck? Wilbur. Yeah. Hey, he does look like Archie. I'm assuming that the one with the red hair is Wilbur. Uh, no, it is, I believe, the other guy. <laughs> oh, so he's the idiot. Yes. Like Archie. Well, Archie is the idiot. Yes. <laughs> All right. Um, so. Fucking Archie buys ammo. Archie is... Spraying red circle tags in Southside territory mm-hmm. like a dumbass. Like he does not give a shit uh, and earlier about in, gang etiquette. Yeah, and earlier on, uh, Sweet Pea had well, in, one with R two. We get a great. We do get like a. a I wouldn't say great. It's a weird, weird Riverdale scene of <laughs> Dilton Doily. Like you got to take it to them. <laughs> Yeah, and he's, like, bouncing an apple. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, like... <laughs> and Dilton Doily also kind of subtly, subtly manipulates um, Archie, like... He's like, you know, um, Archie, you're, you're not just gonna, like, stop, are you? And Archie's like, no, I got her, the red circle's over. And he's like, but I know you have something in that bag that they don't. And he's talking about the gun that he sold him, and it's yeah. just like... <laughs> This is Death Note as fuck right now. Dilton Doily knows Archie has the Death Note. Yes. On Twitter, actually, um, the official Archie account did make a Death Note reference, which is still killing me to this moment. (laughs) I actually died. I'm dead right now, guys. Did did Archie kill you with a Death Note? Yeah. Archie did kill me with the death note. He wrote, Rosem Honeyboy died, becomes ghost of bisexuals past. <laughs> Anyways, um, yeah, so the fucking Dilton Doily scene. Intense. I loved it. <laughs> yeah, so Archie 
sprays um, a... Uh, red circles. and I guess red circles, like, I think on someone's shop or something. Yeah, and so Sweet Pea shows up, and Sweet Pea, previously this episode, had talked about how uh, he would want to beat up uh, the red circle dude. Yeah, he's like, I hate that guy. I want him to be beat up. And, <laughs> and then he um, also calls the the uh, the Black Hood a, a hero. Yeah, Jughead's like, no, listen, I know that guy. He's a pussy. But you know who we should really go after is the fucking Black Hood. And, um, and Sweet Pea's like, nah, dude. Black Hood hasn't done anything wrong by me. He's killing Northsiders. And I hate those guys. <laughs> And then, so yeah, that's what that, that's what happens there. Um, anyway, Sweet Pea pulls a knife on Archie, and Archie's like, "Back off!" And he pulls his gun, and they're like, what? "He's got a gun!" Yeah, uh, Sweet <laughs> Pea's like, "You run. made a mistake," and Archie's like, "Oh, did I?" <laughs> it's so fucking, st- it's so fucking bad. It's just like, come on, guys, you're teens. So fucking dumb. Uh, yeah, anyway, so, like, this causes beef. Um, anyway, so, eventually, Betty does go to Jughead. Um, she was upset that he wasn't answering his phone while he was busy attempting to crack a cipher with Tony. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, um, she was like, listen, I got this letter, uh, and I, I was hoping we could crack this, you know, together. I she doesn't like show him the letter yet, yeah. but she does is like we could, we could crack the cipher together, and he's like oh well I uh, already kind of agreed to do it with Tony, and then um then she's like okay well how about I come too and we solve it together with Kevin <laughs> yeah and then he's like with Kevin <laughs> I was like yeah it could be like a code cracking party <laughs> glad Kevin's there don't know why he is Kevin doesn't know why he's there it owns it owns extremely uh, and while, while they're trying to crack the code um, Tony's being like really mean to Betty and she's like and Betty's just going like I know I've seen this somewhere I just don't know where and then Tony's like maybe if you loosened your ponytail you could think better and it's just like what the fuck and Kevin's like what the fuck her ponytail is iconic it it is (laughs) (laughs) but it's also just like wow what the fuck Um, anyway, so Tony and Betty get into an argument, and then Tony's like, you upper-class Northsiders with your privilege and etc. I I looked up, what she explicitly says is, uh, because Betty goes, it's, you know, it's possible that it's a Southsider, and Tony Mm -hmm. goes, oh, that's fake news. Yeah. Which I, I feel like you're mixing up your terminology yeah they're just going with like you know stuff some teens say and then other stuff some other teens say and making them into like one teen Mm -hmm. i i mean i guess it's possible that a queer teen would be like 
would say fake news as a joke, like ironically, and then eventually just start saying it seriously. But also, like, what the fuck? I mean, yeah, like half of the things I say are because I started saying them as a joke, and now I just say them for real. Yeah, exactly. That's like my whole life. Like, hello. <laughs> hello. I start say, <laughs> oh, hello. <laughs> Hello, welcome to Riverdale. <laughs> welcome to Borgers at Pops, a podcast with Pep. Oh, we're ending this. <laughs> Goodbye, everyone. No, we're not done. Uh, Come back. There's a, a portion of basically all of the queer people at Nintendo all go hello to each other. Thank fuck. And it's, again, started as a joke. Yeah. I mean, of course it started as a joke, but then eventually it's just like, it's fun to say it like this. I say hello around my family now. It's just like, hello? Hello. <laughs> just pick up the phone. Oh, hello. Hello. <laughs> Answering the phone like motherfucking Homestar Runner these days. Uh... But yeah, it, it, it felt awkward, and like Tony's like, Kevin has a great line where it's like, like oh come on Tony, like oh like like Tony's leaving, and like Kevin's like oh I'll walk you home, and Tony just keeps walking past him, like, or you can walk me home, that's cool. <laughs> He's just like yeah, I don't want to be here. <laughs> I never wanted to be here. <laughs> yeah, it it was extremely weird. Um, uh, love Kevin though. Mm-hmm. Anything for that good, good Kevin content, you know? Yes, and then, like, Betty and Jughead kind of, like, make up and also make out. Yeah. Yeah, and then she shows him the letter she got, and then he was like, Betty, why didn't you just show me this before? And it's like, it's obvious she tried, but he wasn't answering his cell phone like a jerk. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I guess I shouldn't say like a jerk, Sometimes people just can't answer their phone. Yeah. But, you know, she did try. Uh, um, she doesn't show it to her parents earlier, and, like, her mom has, yeah. a, like, like, starts crying about how, like, oh, Polly's, you know, gone up to the farm and... The farm. The farm. <laughs> and, like, oh, Betty, you're... I love how they say, like, gone up to the farm as if she's a dead pet. Yeah. It's like, oh, you know. It doesn't help that Polly is kind of like an old dog's name either, right? Yeah. Like. Well, it's the name of my girlfriend. (laughs) Sorry. Okay. It's the name of, like, 50s lesbians and also extremely old dogs. I'll accept that. (laughs) And your girlfriend. Uh. And so, like, I saw a lot of, like, reviewers, like, talking about, like, oh, Betty's, like, manipulation of this is, like, especially hard to watch when it's, like, obviously putting her mom in, like, so much emotional duress. And it's, like, and I'm, like where do you think she learned Yeah, it? like, that's... Also, it's her fucking mom who, whom suck. Who also sucks again in this episode. Yeah, like, constantly. And, like, yeah, she's crying, but she's also trying to manipulate Betty into doing exactly what she says again. Yep. God, I hate this show sometimes. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the, uh, they eventually, 
put the code together. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they say that it will be... Uh, well, okay, yeah. hold on. The way that they solve it, though, is like... Jughead's like, well, wait, hold on. They said that this was a code exactly for you? And she's like... Yeah. <laughs> and then and then she's like, oh my god, I know the answer. And then they go to the library well, and check out some fucking... Jughead says, like, you know, you do your... She's like Nancy Drew. Yeah, do your Nancy Drew thing. Yeah, and then she's like, that's it, Nancy Drew. And then they pull out, like, a Nancy Drew kids code-breaking activity <laughs> book. Which looks sweet, by the way. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I would have read that. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so um, they solved the code because the reason she felt like she'd seen it before was literally because she saw it in a book when she was a child. Um, and then they take the code, and then the code's like, the Black Hood's gonna strike again tonight uh, at the <gasps> yeah, where it all this place. where it all began. Yeah, which is um, the uh, town hall. But I'm I'm just saying that could also be Pop's Chocolate Shop. I feel like maybe they could have covered their bases better. Or it can also be uh, Sweetwater River, which is where Archie and Veronica go to at the end of this episode. Oh my fucking god, you're right. <laughs> Anyways, um, yeah, so Betty and Jughead, like, run to the town hall meeting, where, like, at the town hall meeting, it's Alice Cooper versus... Archie's dad, and Archie's dad is being like, let's be reasonable about this, guys. Our town is not a town of classists and madmen. <laughs> and Alice Cooper's like, wrong, bitch. Yes, it is. I'm here. I want to close down a school. I want to close down a school for poor kids. And give that money to the cops. <laughs> Literally, like, evil. Yes. <laughs> I hate her so fucking much. <laughs> um, so yeah, that happens, and it. But also, like, d- where does she think that those kids will go? Like, that just means they'll go to Riverdale High, and then they'll be overcrowding at Riverdale High. Or they'll just get into drugs and gangs more. Yeah. <sighs> Um, so while that's happening, also the, uh, the football team shows up at Archie's house at the same time Veronica there is there. Um, Veronica, wait, hold on. I forgot an important part with Veronica. Let's just finish up the town hall thing. Yes. Basically, uh, Betty and Jughead tell them to leave the town hall. Um, and everyone's like, basically no. cause, yeah, everyone's like, no, then Betty pulls a, uh, Fire alarm. Fire alarm, yeah. I I forgot the name of it. I was like, the thing that go ding? (laughs) She pulled the thing that go ding. And it goes ding real loud. It goes ding a lot. A lot and really loud. And everyone's like, ah, let's stamp freaking Pete, I guess. Uh, But no one that we see gets murdered. Yeah. And also the Black Hood does not seem to be there at all. Um, but I guess that's just, uh, I guess Betty and Jughead are like, just in time. He couldn't kill anyone. Yeah, they're like, we did it. Yeah. 
Um, anyways, then, uh, then what happens is another ridiculous thing where, um... Yeah, so, the... So, at, at school, there's, like, uh, Sheriff Keller and the principal are, like, Archie, uh, boy matching your description was, um, spotted tagging a, uh... A store in set in the south side, and, and then threatened a boy with a gun. Yes. May you? Will you open your locker, please? And Archie's like, "Don't you need like a warrant for that?" And they're like, "Actually, no. It's a public school." <laughs> um. So he does that. He's got like a motivational poster of a woman walking on a beach taped inside his locker. It, it just feels like a gigantic downgrade from um. The uh, the sweet digs Cheryl had in her locker. Yes. Um. Anyways, they find a black hood in there, and then um, Archie gets in trouble with his dad. Mm-hmm. Um. And like Archie's like, "No, it's not mine." It was Reggie's. He was pulling a prank on me, bro. bro. It was a prank. <laughs> it's just a prank, bro. Bro. Bro, come on, it's a prank. Bro. Archie, have you been drinking tea? (laughs) Green tea? Matcha tea? Okay, we need to stop. (laughs) I know. We could be Reggie all day. (laughs) I'm Reggie, do you want any drugs? Do you want that jingle jangle, bro? Bro, I've got Jingle Jangle. I've got Addies. With the watchdogs. You know where I got my Addies? You know where I got my Addies? The school counselor, baby. <laughs> watchdogs. Anyways. Um, <laughs> yeah, so Archie gets in trouble. I think he's suspended now. Uh, he calls Veronica and is like, Veronica, I need you to do something for me. Um, and he tells her to get something out of a toilet at the school. Yeah. Also, she's wearing her cape over her t-shirt. It's a dumb look. <laughs> I love seeing the cape, but also this is not where yeah, you no, wear a cape, honey. this is not the best cape scenario. Just stop wearing t-shirts, Veronica. It doesn't suit you. Yeah, you need to be incredibly over the top at all times. <laughs> um, please, Veronica. It makes you look common. <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> the, um, she fishes something out of a toilet, you know, a, a toilet yeah, basin. Yeah, it's um, a gun. It's, it's the gun. Yeah, it's a gun. Why did um, Archie bring it to like, the school? Because he's a dipshit. And yeah, but... Honestly? You should be in jail. <laughs> Honestly, yes. Um, And Veronica's just like... Maybe feeling some trepidations about being a ride or die GF yeah. right now. <laughs> um. Anyways, then she goes to Archie and is like, "You didn't tell me it was a gun. I threw it in Sweetwater River before you ask." And then they try talking, and Veronica's just like, "I wish you would just open up to me more instead of doing this and whatever." And then the football team shows up Hoo-ah. and they're like, "We brought pizza. Red circles back." <laughs> this time the red circles pizza, but also a vigilante gang. <laughs> And then the serpents show up. Um, 
And it's like, I guess there's a rumble. And they're like, yeah, let's have a rumble, but it'll be like... And Veronica's like, fine, but here's some rules. If we're going to do something stupid, we're going to do it with rules. No weapon. And also, for some reason, Dilton Doily's like, I'll fight too. Yeah. <laughs> and it's just like, come on, Dilton, who do you think you are? Reggie? No. Moose? No. Archie? No. You're Dilton Doily. <laughs> Your name's Dilton. Dilton Doily. You're like Jughead, but like as a libertarian. <laughs> God. Um, the rumble is so over the top. Yeah, the rumble is weird, but like I love it because the football guys are trying to do football. <laughs> <laughs> they're just doing spears. They they're just throwing raids. <laughs> um, if Reddy yelled, Veronica, I would believe it. Veronica's like scared, and this is all happening while the um. Well, the town hall meeting is yeah, happening. Yeah, uh, and Dilton Doily um, gets stabbed. Yeah, someone decides, like, uh, I don't like rules. I'm gonna stab Dilton Doily, the least threatening one in, here. Uh, in the leg. And one, it feels it feels stupid to stab Dilton Doily, because he is constantly packing heat, yeah, right? Yeah, he is the... That's the secret, he's the most dangerous of the crew. <laughs> but also the least likely to win in a no-weapons no fight. Yeah. Anyway, Stilton Doily gets stabbed, um, and then when this happens, uh, it doesn't seem like the violence is going to end. Archie rushes to help Dilton. He's like, Dilton! <laughs> and then Veronica shoots the gun to break up the fight, because, um, surprise, she didn't throw it away. She, ride or die yeah, GF. Yeah, she just kept it, ride or die GF. <laughs> um, and so, like, the snakes dissipate, um... And Archie drives Dilton to the hospital, and he says, now what do we say when they ask how you got stabbed? And he's just like, I stabbed myself! I stabbed myself! Actually, Dilton Dorley, like, is specifically told to say that uh, some Southside guys jumped him. Oh, you're right. That's so much Because, yeah, like, I Archie, feel like... can you stop? I feel like that is going to Archie come is back banning- into that. Yeah, Archie is fanning the flames of class struggle in Riverdale. Mm-hmm. Well, no, specifically that was Reggie um, who said that. Oh. I mean, Archie still started yes. this, so technically, yeah, Archie is fanning the flames of class class yeah. struggle in Riverdale. So yeah, that happens. Um, uh, and... Then, then Archie and Veronica are like, what a nightmare. And then Veronica's like, there's one more thing we have to do. And then they go to Sweetwater River and throw the gun in the water. And I think in Jughead's like narration, he mentioned that that's the, the place where it all started. Yes. Yeah, and it's just like, mm-hmm. something bad happens here. Uh, not that we know yet, but something bad's going to happen yeah. there. Um he also mentions that this is the day that Riverdale stops being the, the um, town with Pep and becomes the town that dreaded sundown or dun, something dun, like dun. that. And it's, so 
Should we rename our podcast from Burgers at Pops, the podcast with Pep, to Burgers at Pops, the podcast that dreads sundown? <laughs> we'll see how it sticks. We'll see how it, we'll see how it goes. Okay. okay. All right. We were born Dial- alone. We'll die alone I, tonight. I, I sometimes I forget we that Archie said together. that line, and I'm like, wait a fucking minute. It, it feels so long ago. <laughs> I'm glad um, Archie no longer has a gun, though. Because uh, that was yeah. bad. But you know, uh, I have a feeling that gun may show up again. I wouldn't be surprised. <gasps> yeah, and it's probably going to have Veronica's prince yep. on it. Veronica and Archie's prince. Yes, it's going to seem like they committed a murder. Uh, but, but they didn't. At uh, the end of the episode, uh, Betty gets a call from the Black Hood. Yeah. And he's, he's using a disguised like, voice, Hello, Betty. I think. <laughs> Betty, it's me, Zodiac. <laughs> uh, my voice is a little raspy because there's some unlooped chicken <laughs> tender still lodged in it, but I'm very much yes. alive. That's the secret. Everyone thought I died, but actually... I'm back after years, and I relocated <laughs> to everyone's favorite town, Riverdale, the podcast is pep. <laughs> Um, that's not what happened, but it is what happened. <laughs> yes, it's. It, and uh, what does he say on the phone call? It's just like hello, Betty. Like I, yeah. he, I think he may say like we have some things to discuss. Yeah, it's like, <gasps> and then she's shit. like, gasp. Um, ah. and the next episode is called "When a Stranger Calls." Ew, that's gonna mm-hmm. be good. Have you ever seen the "When a Stranger Calls" no. movie? <laughs> I, I, it's so fucking bad. I don't watch a lot of but it, like horror movies. I watch a lot of horror movies and a lot of like really shitty um, Lifetime Channel movies. Mm-hmm. Um, so th- that one kind of falls into both. <laughs> but uh, when a stranger calls is actually the movie that told that taught me alcohol is flammable. Huh. Yeah. So um, you learn new things every day. Yeah. I watched that movie when I was very young, so, um, please, no one drag me because it took me until seeing When a Stranger Calls to know alcohol was flammable. Anyways, online life. Uh, um, so first... That's that episode. Yeah, first, uh, episode of, that we did of season two, I had said that, like, I said that it was Sheriff Keller. I think that's still a possibility, yeah, I think it's still a possibility. Um, I think Hal Cooper is also a possibility. Yeah, unfortunately, because they're obviously doing the thing again where he's in every scene and says nothing. Mm-hmm. It's, like, so stupid. But, like, if there is a char- like, character who would know about the Nancy Drew book... Yeah, I guess if there was a character who was going to know about the Nancy Drew book, it would be Hal Cooper. But, I mean, you know... Um, Young Kevin and Betty were friends since childhood, so they he might also know about it. Mm. It could be the librarian. <laughs> yeah. I'm just saying, it could be the librarian. She, she hates what this town's become. <laughs> she hates what this town's become. Uh, it's secretly Jughead. Um, he has a knight personality. <laughs> ah. 
It's Dr. Jughead, Mr. Forsyth Pierce Jones oh, no. III. <laughs> uh, I'm just looking at episode titles, and they're all great. Ooh, let's hear them. Uh, chapter 19 is Death Proof. Oh, they're all movies again. Yes. Uh, then Tales from the Dark Side, uh, mm-hmm. House of the Devil, Silent Night, Deadly Night. So we're going to get a Christmas episode. Yes. Uh, the Blackboard Jungle. The Wrestler. Uh, okay. Yeah, The Wicked and the Divine and The Telltale Heart. Ooh, wicked and the Divine. That tells me that I'm... Okay, one, Telltale Heart is a good choice for an episode title. Two, I'm hoping this means Sabrina shows up soon. Yeah. I... I'm honestly... I won't be surprised if they don't do Sabrina this season just because they're giving her her own show. Yeah. But maybe they'll tease her at the end or something. I don't fucking know. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that last episode was kind of a drag. Mm-hmm. But I guess it's setting up interesting things, which, you know, Riverdale always must do. Yeah. Um, I still want the bad guy to be Ke- uh, Kevin's dad, just because it's, I feel like, the most interesting choice. Mm-hmm. Um, and the most fitting for who the Black Hood is supposed to be. Uh, if it's Betty's dad, it just feels like they're trying to milk more pointless drama out of, you know, Betty's terrible family. Yeah, which, like I said, like, any time it goes to Betty's family in this, it's just, I get so... It's... Worked up, Yeah, right? it's, it's not good. But not in the good way. Like, yeah. it's not good drama. It's just like, come on, guys. I could not care less. <laughs> I want them to make Betty good again. Yeah. Come on, guys. You can do it. You already did it. Uh, but, yeah, that's that. those are some episodes of Riverdale. Yeah, do we uh, have questions today? Uh, we do. If I was smart, <laughs> I would have just had this ready to go, rather than getting it when someone asked me if we have questions <laughs> ready. Well, you know, that's my job on this podcast. <laughs> you remind me of all of the things that happened in the episode and i remind you we have questions uh yeah so i posted the specifically the photo from the end of episode 16 with the red hood or like all, mm-hmm. all the, the red circle the red circle yeah the boys yeah um from uh the 21st century but it's roman numerals uh yes uh-huh. hello i've never watched riverdale what the heck is going on in the background of that pick thanks in advance Hold on, let me go look at that pic again. <laughs> uh, and it's like I just said, it's the Red Circle. But they're filming an intimidation video, and there's just a lot of shirtless boys. Alright, um, so I'm going to look at this image again, and I'm going to tell you um, what I think it is if I didn't watch it. And, um... Oh, yeah, no, this is the uh, future of the anti-fascist movement. <laughs> Are, are those the uh, anti-fascist super soldiers? These are the anti-fascist super soldiers. <laughs> They're um, all handsome, buff, and ready to go. And you see, they wear red hoods because they are communists. And Archie is there because he is a communist. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Just kidding. Archie's not woke yet. <laughs> Archie has never been woke. Archie, we need you to get woke soon though 
because you're um his ignorance is really what you know drives him into the holes he gets in yeah the, like they have a whole plot line like one of the big plot lines in the recent archie comics is that mm-hmm. archie and betty stopped dating because archie was like listen babe you don't need to wear makeup for me i'm cool He's so unwoke. <laughs> and he's she's like, I'm not wearing it for you, dipshit. Unwoke. Uh, um, from at Personal Corpse, uh, so how much has Riverdale turned into Fight Club? Not a whole lot yet. Tyler Durden still hasn't shown up. <laughs> yeah, it's... Well, obviously, t- the Tyler Durden is uh, Jughead and Archie is the narrator. Oh, I guess so. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, uh, it's, it's not really that fight clubby, if I'm going to be honest. Yeah. Just because there were some clubs who got into a fight doesn't mean it's a fight club. Mm-hmm. For one, if this was fight club, we wouldn't be allowed to talk about fight club. No. <laughs> uh, for two, no. <laughs> And, uh, is that all we got? Yep. Alright. It's cool. So, um, that was Riverdale. <laughs> episodes 16 and 17. Sorry, chapters 16 and 17. Yes, thank you, thank you. <laughs> we are sophisticated here. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, yeah. Uh, where can people find Ashley? Uh, people can find Ashley at Yuri Librarian with an underscore on Twitter and a dash on Tumblr. And you can, it's true. You can find, uh, all of our really good shows at audioentropy.com. Uh, and you can find my Patreon at patreon.com slash Ashley Lee Money. <laughs> Ashley Lee Minor. Uh, give me your money. <laughs> <laughs> Ashley Lee Money is... <laughs> it's a good display name. Yeah, um... Just like the Black Hood, just put your wall. Just put a wallet in. It's preferably yours, but I don't care. Uh, put a wallet in the mail and send it to me. <laughs> yeah, earnestly. Uh, Rose. Yeah. Hey, people, what's up? Where can people find you? Well, you can find me in the woods on any given night, but you can also <laughs> find me at Box of Hamsters on Twitter and on Patreon dot com forward slash <clears throat> honey boy <laughs> <laughs> sorry really had to spit that one out honey my boy. mouth is still damaged <laughs> honey boy um and again if you if maybe your um if maybe your wallet you sent to ashley got returned to sender perhaps try sending that wallet my way yeah. in the mail to P.O. Box www.patreon.com forward slash honeyboy it's weird that they let you get that P.O. Box right but it's um it's concise I feel yeah. and straightforward yeah <laughs> alright uh until next time until freaking next time everybody uh pop tate I'm Rose yeah I'm that's Ashley I'm Ashley pop tate is my daddy. Pop Tate is my daddy. He's our daddy. He's our daddy. Not Andy's up. Sad. Yeah. Come back, daddy. Yeah. <laughs> if you have more information about where our daddy's at. Missing our daddy. Me. Contact me. Please. <laughs> with but, but contact me 
with the information sent in your wallet, yes. preferably. <laughs> all right, all right. goodbye. My milkshake brings all the boys to the yard and they're like, it's better than yours. Damn right, it's better than yours. I can teach you, but I have to charge. My milkshake brings all the boys to the yard and they're like, it's better than yours. Damn right, it's better than yours. I can teach you, but I have to I charge. You